Good morning, PT. The peace of the Lord be with you all. We bless the Lord for this beautiful day, and we are here to celebrate and worship the Lord our God. So, first I would like to introduce myself. My name is Anita Ray. I am one of the elders here at Pentecostal Tabernacle, and I'm just privileged to, to serve in that capacity, and the word that the Lord has placed on my heart this morning, I just want that word to be a blessing. I want it to be an encouragement. This is the reason I believe that the Lord gave me this word for you today. Amen. So before we get into the word, I just want to um, invite all of our children, 18 years and under, to um, answer a question that came, that was part of the sermon on last week with Lady Carmen. So all of you 18 years and, and younger, I'm asking you to just think about it, ponder for a minute, and then I want you to respond with your answer to families at ptspice.org. And the question is, what does the acronym that she spoke of, the acronym PUSH, stand for? So think about it, answer, and the first person that responds, they will get a gift card. So thank you for your, thank you for your participation, and you will be rewarded. Amen? <laughs> praise God. Praise God. So here we are. In the month of August, God has been good to us. God has truly been good to us. And I want to um, just share this message coming from the book of Isaiah. Isaiah, if you could turn your Bibles, your devices, to Isaiah 43. And we're going to be reading several verses. And we're going to start with... One, verses one, two, all the way down to verse 13. And the word of the Lord says, but now thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you, I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Again, the word says, fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from east, from the east and the west. I will gather you. I will say to the north, give up and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, 
whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, no God was formed, nor shall there be any after me. I, I am the Lord, and besides me, there is no Savior. I declared and saved and proclaimed when there was no strange God among you. And again, double emphasis. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and I am God. And here comes, this is the verse that just filled me up with joy, filled me up so much to the overflowing when I read it. And this is the 13th verse. It says, I, I'm sorry, declares the Lord, I am God. Also henceforth, I am he. There is none who can deliver from my hand. I work. And who can turn it back? Woo! Glory to God. I read that scripture. I am he. This is God speaking. This is our Lord, our Father, our Redeemer saying, I am he. I am your Savior. I am the sovereign God. Who can deliver you out of my hand? Who can take you or remove you out of my hand, says the Lord. He declares, I work. I am at work. And who can turn it back? There's another translation that says, who can reverse it? When I'm at work, who can reverse it? When I am at work, who can prevent it? When I am at work, who can say, I'm not allowing this to happen? There is no one, absolutely no one, that can reverse the work that our God does. Amen. Amen. If you're in the chat, I, I hope this thumbs up going, thumbs up going up, thumbs up all over the place. Amen. So God is at work. And so I just want to encourage you this morning, PT family, in the midst of this deadly pandemic, in the midst of this racial injustice pandemic, everything that's going on, financial crisis, loss of jobs, health issues, all, you know, all over the place. Our church community is witness to the faithfulness, the protection, the provision, the mercy, and forgiveness of our good and gracious Father. Although we have been physically apart for many months, we are connected 
by strong cords of effectual fervent prayer sessions and I know they were mentioned already. We have morning prayer. We have midnight prayer. We have social justice prayer. We have, what other prayer do we have? There are so many prayers going on. They're going up to the Lord. And I want to pause here and give a shout out for morning prayer. Early on in this pandemic, I was feeling a, a subtle depression, a subtle feeling of being disquieted, being unsettled. And I was wondering, why am I feeling like this? You know, everyone in my home is fine. We're all healthy. Everyone is still working, even from home. But why am I feeling so down and so sad? And the Lord spoke to me and said, it's because you're just hearing the barrage of this going wrong, that going wrong. This is not working. This one passing away. This one getting sick. And you're just hearing that and you're taking it all in, taking it all in. Your soul has been assaulted by all of this news, all of, all of the broadcasts, the numbers of the virus going up and in some states, you know, doubling and tripling. All of this I was taking in. And while I joined morning prayer, it wasn't Bishop Brian that said it. It was... Someone on the prayer line, someone on the Zoom prayer that had an opportunity to, to share. And he said, I think God is saying to his people, to his children, that there's enough facts out there. There's enough things that's going so very wrong. But God wants his people to see and to speak up and say what things are going right. What things are God doing for you? Because God is at work. And when I heard that, I felt, I, first of all, I was convicted. Because I said, yes, I was speaking what I was hearing. I was speaking, you know, oh no, bad news, bad news. This, that, everything. But was I talking about what the Lord was doing right in my life? And I started to think about it. I started to ponder. And the Lord came and, and brought to my, my memory what he was doing during the pandemic. And I praise God, I started to think. And I was able to start numbering. First of all, as I said, Everyone in my household, they're working. Everyone is healthy. I'm thanking God that in the midst of the pandemic, my youngest brother, and I shared this in morning prayer, my youngest brother contracted the disease. He went to the hospital, and according to the doctors, they said, 
his levels, the, the disease, the disease had caused his, the levels in his body to be dangerously high. And they said, these levels are so high that you should be, you should be on your way to dying. That's what they said to my brother. But God said, no, 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 absolutely not. And within days, I'm a witness. My family is a witness that those numbers started to go down. Those numbers started to go down. And the doctors were treating him. He was never placed on a ventilator because the Lord, our God, kept, healed his lungs and caused him to be able to breathe without the assistance of a ventilator. And towards the end of his stay in the hospital, they did um, transfer him, him to rehab. But when he got there, there was nothing to do in rehab because the Lord had already healed him. The Lord had already healed him so that people, the workers in the rehab said, what are you doing here? Can you imagine? What are you doing here? He was up. He was walking unassisted. He was able to get up and, and just move around and, you know, exercise and do all of these things. Our God was at work. And if I forgot to tell you, the title of my message today is, Can I Get a Witness? Amen? Can I get a witness? And I want to say that I am. I am a witness. You are a witness because God is at work. God is doing something in the midst of chaos, in the midst of your trial, in the midst of a hellish situation that you find yourself, in the midst of financial challenge. Maybe you can't pay your rent. Maybe you lost your job. But I'm saying to you this morning, be encouraged because our God is at work. Amen, amen, amen. Could we just take, just take a praise break and bless the Lord. Bless the Lord right here. He is good. He is good. He is good. He is good. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to say also that this pandemic, it is it's so vicious. It wants, to, it wants to put people in isolated positions where they, they just feel like, I'm the only one going through this. But I want to tell you and I want to encourage you this morning to say, no, there are other people going through also their storm. And even as we read earlier, the word of the Lord to you is, when you go through the fire, when you go through the waters, the word says they will not overwhelm you. They will not burn you. The fire will not consume you. 
Elder Anita, how can you say that? Well, I think I have a witness in Daniel. I have a, a witness in Daniel, in the book of Daniel. Daniel refused to bow down to the, the image that the king had set up. And the king warned him and said, if you, he, it, yes, it was Daniel, but he's also his friends that the king said, you need to bow down and worship this idol. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, king, we're not bowing down. We're not going to do this because our God is able, as we sang earlier, God is able and God is at work on our behalf. And they refused. They were thrown into the fire. We have read this account. They went into the fire. So they went through it. But in the midst of the fire, what happened? God preserved them. God protected them. And the account of the word says, not a hair on their head was singed. Not a, a, any part of their clothing burnt. And the last part of that scripture says, and neither was the smell of smoke on them. Can I get a witness? <laughs> Can I get a witness? Who else? But our God could do that. Who else but our God? He's our only Savior and Redeemer. I thank God that for people to be, and the Lord just brought to me, to be able to be a witness, you've got to see something. A witness is a person that has experienced has seen something that nobody told them they know for themselves. Yes, I, I, saw that, I saw that person break into my house and, you know, and I was waiting for them with a baseball bat. I, I'm a witness that, you know, they came in to do harm and, and I was there to, to get them out. A witness is not a person that's standing on the sideline thinking that, oh, my cousin told me that story or someone else, you know, hearsay. No, you can't bring that into the court. You, a witness has got to be someone that can testify. I saw this. I've got proof that it happened. Hallelujah. I have the evidence that it happened. And I refer to my brother. All of the things that were going on in his body physically when he was hospitalized, all of those things are documented in his records. So nobody can say, oh, they made that story up. No, that was not a made-up story. That was real. That was real life. And we have the evidence. And not only did our brother recover from COVID-19, 
But while he was in the hospital, the Lord spoke to him, the Holy Spirit spoke to him through one of my sisters, and he rededicated his life to the Lord. He had been away from the Lord for over 40 years. Did you hear what I said? I didn't say four days. I did not say four months. 40, over 40 years. He was a backslider. And God, in the midst of a pandemic, restored him to himself. Can I get a witness that our God is at work? Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord God. I have, an, I, I have some other witnesses. I have an aunt that lives in a healthcare facility. And out of, I believe there are almost 50 residents in that facility. Five of them, I mean, out of the 50, 45 contracted the disease. It was rampant in that, in that building. But my aunt is one of the five that the disease did not come near. It didn't touch her. She was there all of the, for over, what, three months. God protected. God covered her. I'm a witness, and I'm giving, I'm submitting my testimony that God is at work. Who else could do that but the Lord? She was there. She, no symptoms, no respiratory issues, no issues with loss of taste or, 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 or um, hearing or anything else. She was and she is fine. I praise God that no one but our God is the great Savior. Amen. But you know what? I was thinking of a young lady that attends PT, and she lost her job. And during this, during this time, this season of pandemic, she was going back and forth for interviews, and sometimes the interview interviewers would call her back. Sometimes they didn't even get back to her. And she were, she's believing for the Lord for a job, for a new position. And she would join in morning prayer and ask us to pray for her. And we did. We would lift her up and con you know, continually just lifting her up. And on this past Saturday, she testified. I don't think it was Saturday. It might have been in the week. She testified that she got a call. She got a new position offered to her that she accepted. And all that she was waiting for, it came through. The Lord came through. And we prayed specifically that God would handpick the person that was going to interview her. He, God was going to orchestrate this whole thing. So 
we saw God's hand at work for Celia. And we praise God for that. I bless God for that. Another witness that I believe that I want to include in my, my sermon is with regard to this, the whole atmosphere of racial injustice, I believe another witness was our former congressman, John R. Lewis. I believe that God allowed this man to see God at work, even in the area of reconciliation, in the area of breakthroughs, in the areas of laws, and, and even the, the Voting Rights Act, all of these things that he fought for. I believe Congressman Lewis is a witness that God is at work. And you know what? He's not, God is not finished yet. There is more work to be done. But I know that God is looking for, you know, because the Lord is not going to come down here and, and do the work. He needs someone to partner with. He needs my hands. He needs your hands. He needs your mouth to speak what is right. And God says, if I can get someone, if I can get my children to partner with, with me, you will see my hand at work. Because I praise God. Psalm 138 and 8 says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. So you can take it personally. The Lord is working on your behalf. He will accomplish the very thing that he has purposed to happen in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. So PT family, We've been connected through these prayer sessions, the various prayer sessions. We've also have small groups that we can participate in. We also have our Bible study, and I know that we're going to be away from Bible study for the month of August, but Bible study is a place where we need to be connected. We also have wellness check-ins through our pastoral care team. And we've also done drive-bys. So what I'm saying to our PT community this morning is, I don't want anyone thinking, oh, nobody cares for me, or, or I'm just abandoned during this pandemic because you are not abandoned. God is with you. He is your savior. He is working on your behalf, even though you might not see it. And the fact that you're alive and you're able to complain or murmur, that in itself is a blessing. For you have breath to, to complain, to murmur or whatever. God has been gracious. God has been gracious. He is at work. 
And the Lord is looking for witnesses to what he's doing. You know, I might just know my knowledge of what the Lord is doing might be limited. But all of you all out there, all of you out in, in, PT, in PT Central, I will say, God is doing something. He's doing, he's working in the area of healings. He's working in the area of salvation. He's working in the area of restoration of relationships. He is at work. And I want us, I want our church to be one of the many that would testify that our God is at work and nobody, nothing will prevent him from working. Amen. Amen. Family, this afternoon, I want us to be intentional. Intentional means doing something on purpose. I want you to be deliberate. I want it to be planned. I want it to be an action that you mean to do. And that's being, that what I'm calling us to do is to stay connected in this season. When the Lord places someone on your heart, don't just look and say, oh, I wonder why God put Sister Butterbean on my heart. Pursue that. Pursue that. You call them. You text them. Do what you need to do. Be intentional. Hallelujah. We're going to look at our last scripture. And that is found in Isaiah 25 and 9. Isaiah 25 and 9. And it says, It will be said in that day, or on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation, in his deliverance. We're waiting, but while we're waiting, we're serving, we're doing what the Lord has placed on our hearts to do, we're going to stay connected, PT, and I don't want anyone um, walking away from this sermon this morning and saying, but no, we're not in the church. Oh, I miss being in the church. There are other ways to be connected. Okay, this is Mama Ray talking right now. Other ways to be connected. We're not just the consumers that walk into the church building for, oh, bless me, bless me, bless me, and Bishop, just preach, preach us happy. No, God has called us not to be consumers, but to be producers. So we're going to produce his love this week. I want you to be intentional. I want you to open your ears to the voice of the Lord. God will show you he is 
at work. Will you be a witness? Will you be a witness? Let's join the Lord in the work that he is doing. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, this afternoon now, I would like to just extend a prayer for those that might say, Elder Anita, I don't know how I can be a witness because I don't even have a relationship with the Lord. I don't even believe in him. But I'm giving you an opportunity right now to open your heart and receive his love. Receive his forgiveness for your sins. And if you would do that, if you would say, Lord God, I invite you to come into my heart. I invite you to forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Make me your child this day. The Lord will hear that prayer. He will respond. And he right now will make you his child. And if that has taken place in your life, I invite you to um, write or email P.T. Spice, I'm sorry, yes, ptspice.org or mail at ptspice.org and just share what God has spoken to you and, and, and how you can get further encouragement in walking in the plan and purpose of the Lord. So I'm going to pray for us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this time in your presence. We thank you for being with us. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that is at work, Father. And we, yes, Lord, we say yes. We say yes. We will be your witness, Lord. We will be your witnesses. And we will testify. We will offer evidence of your work of grace in our lives. So PT family, be blessed today. Walk in your purpose. Walk in the grace and peace of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Right now, I just want to offer this blessing over you. And as we always invite you, to just extend your hands for the blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. Look after you, shield you, defend you, and take care of you. May the Lord make his face shine, grin, beam, and show his pleasure on you. And may the Lord be gracious, kind-hearted, pleasant, and compassionate to you. May the Lord show you his favor that will promote you, appreciate you, support you, and side with you as you side with him. And may the Lord this week give you his shalom, his peace, his rest, his harmony, his calmness, his composure, 
his prosperity, his success, removing anything that causes agitation or discord with his divine purpose and destiny for your life, I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I hope everyone can say, I receive that blessing. Go in the peace of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Thank you for joining us. We hope that this service was a blessing. We want you to know that we are here for you. If you desire us to pray with you, please go to ptspice.org forward slash pray for me, where you can join our post-service prayer room or submit a written prayer request. The prayer room will be open for the next 30 minutes.